Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. He's got an iconic Albert voice. And this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, we visit with Kenny Albert. The book is A Mic for All Seasons. Kenny, if you did not have that iconic voice, if it wasn't part of the family business, what would you be doing for a living? That's a good question, Scott. I was always interested in writing as well. Did a lot of uh, sports writing in high school and college for both the school papers and the town paper where I grew up on Long Island. So I would probably be in the in the journalism communications business uh, on the writing side. And, and, you know, that's one of the reasons why I decided to write the book on my own. No ghostwriter had some experience writing back in the day and enjoy writing, wanted it to be my own voice, my own words, and never thought I would be an author. But uh, here we are. Mark Boyle says he's the voice of the Pacers. He says he's not really crazy about sports, but he loves the art of broadcasting. You're a sports nut, right? I am. You know, growing up in a sportscasting family, always loved sports, watching sports. Uh, like Mark, I also love the art of, of broadcasting and sportscasting. I get just as excited or at least almost as excited about the preparation as I do for the game. Uh, the game is obviously the thing, but um, the one thing I learned more than anything else growing up was how important the preparation is. I have a checklist that I go through before each and every game, and it involves a lot of reading and watching prior games and uh, preparing charts and pouring through notes and statistics. But uh, similar to Mark, I'm definitely a, a, a student of, of sportscasting and, and play-by-play broadcasting as well. Kenny Albert joins me this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. The book is a mic for all season. You're the only guy calling all four major sports right now. What's that like and which is hardest, which is easiest, and how do they differ? Well, there have been many others, and I write about it in the book, who have called all four, but uh, I am the only one at, at this time and and very thankful and fortunate that the networks that I work for have the rights to the to the various sports. And football and hockey are the ones that I'm more associated with uh, you know, around the country. I do about eight to 10 baseball games a year and about 15 basketball games in New York on MSG, but it's uh, primarily football and hockey. And I get that question a lot, which is the hardest, which is the easiest. Most people are shocked when I tell them that to me, hockey is the easiest due to the constant line changes and the uh, pronunciations, many European names, but Hockey, the puck's in action for the entire 60 minutes. And I go back and forth in hockey between radio and TV. Uh, The other sports I'm primarily calling on television. Hockey on the radio, it's like riding a bike. Uh, You're calling the action for 60 minutes. Uh, TV, you have a little more downtime to let the color analysts come in. Basketball is similar to hockey. It's 48 minutes. It's a little bit slower, more stoppages with fouls and the ball out of bounds, but somewhat similar to hockey. Football is the most rhythmic. It's one play, and then it's 20 or 25 seconds. It's another play, and then it's 20 or 25 seconds. Uh, Baseball, to me, is the most challenging. I work about 10 games a year. There's a lot of downtime between pitches and batters, although that has tightened up now with with the pitch clock, which came in a season ago. Um, I've also enjoyed, and, and it's definitely a challenge, calling some other sports. I've done some boxing. There's no ball or puck, and you want to make sure you get a lot of your good notes in early because it could end at any time. Um, I've also been assigned to some track and field and volleyball at the Olympics. And those were sports that I was not nearly as familiar with. So I went out and bought track and field for dummies, volleyball for dummies, sat down with our local high school volleyball coach and 
she filled me in on the strategy and the history and uh, the rules, et cetera. So, um, you know, it's a great learning experience when you are assigned to some of those other sports. But uh, to me, not that any of them are real hard, just having done them for so long, but I would say hockey is the easiest. We visit this morning with Kenny Albert. If you've got a smart speaker, ask it to play Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. You'll never miss an episode. You've worked with about 250 different analysts. Which one was the best prepared? You know, it's hard to pick out one that was the best prepared. I've had the good fortune to work with so many Hall of Fame analysts, but the one that I felt like I really had to be on my toes more than any other, the first couple of times I worked with with the Hall of Fame baseball broadcaster, Tim McCarver, uh, grew up watching him with the Mets and Yankees and on national games, and he was the best first guesser. He would, he would anticipate something before it happened, and I remember those first few games, and I worked about 25 to 30 with him through the years, but just always having to be on my toes more so than than usual uh, because you never knew what he might throw at you as the play-by-play announcer. Um, so he he was he was great. Um, I've had the pleasure to work with uh, so many different Hall of Famers in football, worked three or four games with Troy Aikman and uh, worked with Hall of Famers such as Anthony Munoz and, and Rondé Barber, worked a game with Howie Long and Terry Bradshaw. That was a lot of fun. That was a sugar ball between Notre Dame and LSU back in 2007. Basketball, I get to work with Walt Clyde Frazier, who's the only uh, basketball player in the Hall of Fame as both a player and a broadcaster. And then on the hockey side, uh, my partners, uh, Eddie Olchek and Brian Boucher with TNT, Dave Maloney with the Rangers. Uh, I know you're up in Mike Emmerich's neck of the woods, the great doc, who uh, was a mentor to me as a youngster. And then we became colleagues at the Olympics and with the NHL on NBC. And uh, he retired a couple of years ago and uh, so proud and honored to to help carry the mantle somewhat and uh, just ran into doc. He came to visit us at a Red Wings game a few weeks ago. So He's the greatest of all time in hockey, in my opinion. I refer to him as the Vin Scully of hockey and just uh, so proud to be able to call him a friend. We've got 10 seconds left with Kenny Albert. We were going to play Word Association. We'll leave it with one name. Word Association, Marv Albert. Uh, Preparation is the number one thing that comes to mind. Uh, Just watching uh, his legendary career, you know, growing up, uh, with him as my father and his brothers, Alan, Steve. Uh, I learned so much from them as well. But the the number one thing that I learned was preparation. It's a great book, A Mic for All Seasons. Kenny Albert, thanks for the visit today on Hearing Voices. Thanks, Scott. Really appreciate it.